And that really forms the foundation of our being together, doesn't it? We receive from one another and we give to one another. And that mutual exchange is what makes this community so precious. In our family, on our wall above our dining table, we have a picture called Family Rules. And these family rules say, help each other, be thankful, know you are loved, pay with hugs and kisses, Try new things. Be happy. Show compassion. Be grateful. Dream big. And respect one another. And laugh out loud. <laughs> and though we didn't create those rules together, we nevertheless feel that they express how we want to be together. And that is what a covenant is. The UUA study on belonging tells us that inevitably in our lives, we commit ourselves to something, whether worthy or not. The direction and intensity of our loyalties give shape and meaning to our lives. Loyalties, commitments, covenants, the promises we make to one another, these are the things that relate to the deepest meaning of membership. They tell us what we belong to. And by doing that, they tell us who we are. So we long to have a sense of belonging somewhere, don't we, as we talked about last week. And most groups or clubs or communities or nations have a set of laws, rules, or creeds to ensure their culture of belonging. As Unitarian Universalists, however, we choose covenants over rules and creeds to create a set of mutually agreed upon guidelines that connect us together in a positive way. So a covenant, as Sam was explaining earlier, is a set of promises about the ways that we want to be in community together as our best self. And as Sam shared in our story earlier, it's not a set of rules, but rather a co-created set of agreements for how we can belong to one another more intentionally. A covenant gives us ideals to live up to. It shapes our role in community. It gives us scaffolding on which to hang our all-too-human mistakes and reactivity. To try and find some order and way to return to honoring one another. I think covenanting is actually a spiritual practice that we offer one another. It's a gift of respect, of care, and of accountability. The word covenant is Latin for coming together. And in French, the word covenir literally translates to walking together. Covenant also means a solemn agreement or promise. And it's a guideline for relationships, a container for communities, a tool for building trust and constancy. And it helps make respectful behavior with one another the norm in a congregation. But it also helps name specific kinds of things that we're agreeing to, not just general principles. And it's a way of finding a common behavioral language for being together. And that safety and trust, which a covenant can create, creates this 
container for belonging. Now, the idea of covenant can be traced back to before the biblical era. Covenants were legal oaths of promises between two parties. It was a way to ensure the unification of a group beyond blood ties. We don't do any blood ties in this congregation. <laughs> it was a way to ensure the unification of a group, and that was really important, forming bonds beyond blood, beyond marriage and procreation, was actually the beginning of civilization. And the Hebrew Bible illustrates this. When many disparate clans left, to follow, left Egypt to follow Moses, those people covenanted with one another, with God, and Yahweh, or Yahweh, to bring them together. And this covenant with a higher power is what united them as Israelites and became the foundation for their laws of being together. Now, covenants have real power. It was a covenant with Abraham and Sarah that prompted the God of Israel to deliver their descendants from bondage and create a nation. It was a covenant between the followers of Jesus that held the first Christians together through persecution. It was a covenant chain that bound together the Iroquois clan, and it helped them develop deeper kinship ties and coordinate action. The promises or commitments among people make a difference in creating intentional futures. Now, as Unitarian Universalists, we get our understanding of covenant from the pilgrims and their desire to form a church bound by agreements rather than ruled by bishops, as they were by the Church of England. The Puritans in Massachusetts wrote the Cambridge Platform in 1648, which was the founding document for how our congregations were to interact, and invited them to run the free church in the spirit mutual love. It helped them create a collaborative, respectful, shared ministry independent of the rulers of the Church of England. Now members were required and considered it an honor to sign a congregational covenant to be part of the community. So covenant is actually at the core of our history, at the core of who we are as Unitarian Universalists. In fact, our religious identity as Unitarian Universalists is based not on creeds or what you believe, but rather on what we value and how we're in relationship with one another. It's based on what we promise to one another and the world. So these days, not only are we in covenant with one another in our congregations, but like the Cambridge Platform, the Unitarian Universalist Association of Congregations reminds us that we are in covenant with all other UU congregations. And ideally, we support one another and hold each other accountable to live our faith. We belong to each other through our shared UU covenant principle. And in fact, we're doing that right now here on the Central Coast as the Live Oak congregation in Galita has lost their minister director of religious education and administrator. And so other local congregations are exploring how we might help them, help them. But as Unitarian Universalists, we don't impose covenants on one another. Rather, we willingly 
create them together. And we form covenants regularly in our religious exploration programs, in our small groups, our committees, our chalice circles, and our workshops. And we call each other back into covenant when needed. A covenant is not our belief system or creed. In a book called Beyond Welcome, Building Communities of Love, which is a new book out from the UUA, which I commend to, me, to you, we are told that in good covenants, we focus on power dynamics, on risk-taking, on social location, and impact over intent, as well as what it means to live into the holy. In fact, they say that crafting and living into covenants can actually bring us closer to the holy, however you define that. It is a sacred act, the covenant, together. And this study found that the common themes of a well-functioning group or gathering are love, trust, respect, patience, and truth-telling, which is really useful for any relationship, I would say. By developing covenants with one another and attempting to live into them, we create the conditions of love, trust, respect, patience, and truth-telling and allow them to thrive. And that, in turn, creates the possibility for belonging, as is evidenced by our tree of belonging here. So co-creating covenants makes our coming together in community holy work. It stretches us. It takes us beyond the randomness of everyday interactions, beyond our moods, our preferences, our neuroses, our personalities, and supports us with agreements that shape our communication. It means looking for the sacred in one another as we look into each other's eyes, as much as in ourselves. And a covenant creates a relational center for our community, an invitation to live with greater intentionality and integrity. But a covenant is also different from a contract or a set of rules, as we spoke earlier. It can be broken and inevitably will be broken. But when we fall out of covenant with one another, the hope is that we'll return again and again to restoring our commitments and not just break or stay away or leave. Covenant calls us to come back to the table again and again, and try again, to repair, and to begin again in love. The Unitarian theologian James Luther Adams said in his piece, From Cage to Covenant, that making promises is the right human thing to do. Furthermore, covenants create unity amidst our diversity of belief, amidst our lack of a unifying creed, amidst our religious freedom. <coughs> now others may mock our pluralism, but a covenant is a touchstone of unity, of aspiration and intention. In his article, Are You a Practicing Unitarian Universalist? The Reverend Peter Bulata writes, a covenant is more than a contract. It is a moral agreement 
We freely enter into this covenant even as doing so requires something of us. Like other intentional relationships, it requires patience, affection, listening, attention, acceptance. And among other things, it includes our commitment to the well-being of our whole congregation, spiritually, organizationally, and financially. And a covenant is based in mutuality, as we sung earlier. If a person takes and takes but never gives, we're not in right relation. What we're about is relationship, the covenanted relationship of being together in a mutually sustaining way, writes Reverend Blatter. Indeed, if we were to have a creed as Unitarian Universalists, it would simply be love. Be love in all ways, at all times. Return to love. Love is what our churches and communities were founded upon. 19th century Unitarian Universalist theologian Hosea Ballou and founding father of Universalism argued for the primacy of love as the foundational covenant of the beloved community. He wrote, if we agree in love, there is no agreement that can do us any injury. But if we do not, no other agreement can do us any good. In many ways, our seven Unitarian Universalist principles are our faith's covenant. Instead of creeds or shared beliefs, our seven principles unite us around common values. As many of you know, they were developed over 25 years and ratified in their current form in 1985. And now, we're in the process of reimagining them as a faith to reflect current societal needs and new information. And I love that about our faith, that in a sense we covenant with one another to keep growing and transforming as the world changes and we are called to be new people. But what's important about our principles and covenant to chalice members, you may wonder. David Augsburger, professor of the Claremont School of Theology, writes, a group is as healthy as its social contract is clear. A congregation as faithful as its covenant is mutually understood. So that beautiful chalice covenant we all read together earlier was created in 2012, 10 years ago, by the congregation, by many of you here in this room and online. You wrote it as a way to unite and create a stronger, healthier community. And many of you have taken this covenant deeply to heart, and it shows in how we are with one another. It's helping us be a more thoughtful, caring, loving community. And remembering and presencing our covenant regularly increases our congregation's vitality and our commitment to one another provides a safe container to which we aspire and can return. And it sends a very clear message to newcomers, those who are even new with us here today, and others who want to understand more about who we are as a community and what we value and how they might belong. In fact, we require all our new members to agree to uphold our covenant. 
So as part of the revisioning of our UU principles, the Article II Study Commission has been polling UU congregations on what they value. And during our recent leadership retreat here at Chalice and in congregational conversations after services, we brainstormed our values as individuals and UUs and came up with the following common value. Love, kindness and compassion, justice and diversity, growth and evolution. Beautiful values, aren't they? But knowing our shared values is one thing, how do we actually live them out, right? The UUA has challenged us to find ways to put our values into action. So if we value certain qualities, what behaviors do we covenant with one another to put these values into action? And I want to share with you what our leadership teams and the people in our congregational conversations came up with. Because we value love, we are called to love all, to seek the divine in one another, and to practice radical acceptance without judgment. Because we value kindness and compassion, we are called to be kind and to act with compassion within and beyond our community, to practice empathy and forgiveness, and to be generous with our time, talent, and treasure. Because we value justice, we are called to both listen deeply and act bravely, to show up and speak up, to work toward equality and equity for all through service and solidarity. Because we value diversity, we are called to extend the invitation and be welcoming to aspire to do better with inclusivity and to be intentional about creating a beloved community that attracts diversity and allows diversity to thrive. Because we value growth and evolution, we are called to explore and question, to keep an open mind, to cultivate curiosity and spiritual growth and to see the whole world as sacred. These are inspiring, aren't they, my friends? Are they, what do you think? Yeah? yeah? <laughs> Good. They offer clear guidance on how we might covenant to live out our values together. And since our congregational covenant is 10 years old, it may be time to revisit it with the lens of these values and actions and the recommendations from the UUA. So as we begin this new church year, I hope that we'll all take the time to familiarize ourselves with our Chalice Covenant, as well as our seven Unitarian Universalist principles and these values and actions. Bring them out regularly in our groups. Remind each other of what our covenants call us to do, especially when we have disagreements. We will be stronger, happier, and better for it as a community. And when we break covenant with one another, which will inevitably happen, because we're human, all of us, we have a beautiful process for restoring faith with one another. As we read in our covenant, we have a conflict resolution team made up of members of Chalice who have expertise in psychology and social work who can help us 
restore relationships. Our conflict resolution member team, team members, if you're here, stand as I read your names, are Candy Genka, right there, Merlin Snyder, Randall Edwards, Carol Jones, and Carol Rosenthal. Thank you all for serving in this important role. And we also have a clear process for airing grievances in our behavioral policies. And these are all there to support our community in cases. My beloveds, creating meaningful covenants together is a way for us to deepen our belonging to one another and our fellowship. May this community be a beacon of light for how to transform this disconnected world. May we aspire to be our best, most honest, humble selves in community, committed to the good of the whole, and may we open our hearts to one another, remembering we belong to one another and lead the way with love. May it be so.